Anyways, three. Welcome everybody to the Dutch Hall. We're in uh, what is it? Friday night. We're Friday night. We're in uh, the pool shed, and uh, you know what? You, if you are still an audience member of this program, you've just endured two long uh, weeks of death. You know, you've you. We had him as our guest. We had him as our host. He embodied me. He uh, like uh, he used my face and body. <laughs> oh, are you okay, hon? Oh, you just unplugged it. It's right over there. Look look at look at me and then see that thing right up there? No, no, you're not looking the right direction. Look at me and then look straight up. See? There you go. It seems like uh, did I seem mean? Did I seem mean though? I just did I seem mean, Kev? I don't know. I wasn't I was more paying attention to where it was supposed to go. What do you think, Andrew? Did I seem mean right there? She deserved it. <laughs> no, that's not the right answer. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> it was no, it was that I, that I wasn't mean, but I, I didn't mean to be, but, but you were, anyways, uh, I wanted you to hear, uh, so we are, uh, I lost my train of thought there, but we are, um, death embodied me and I'm sick of them. And then, uh, so I, I'm trying to shed myself of this. And I would like to, uh, and I went to this place called Talize. It's a, uh, a fine establishment of uh, formerly owned goods, you know, uh, like a value village or a... Um, Salian? Yes, Salian, that sort of thing. And I found in this, uh, normally I'll find a nice, uh, nice old coat, maybe some sweet, sweet leathers. Maybe, uh, you know what's nice about going to one of these places is that you can buy a fur coat with no guilt, you know, because you're not uh, making a person kill an animal for your fashion. Now you're just making sure the animal didn't die in vain. It's repurposed. Yeah. So it's like you're actually helping out the animal that was sacrificed <laughs> if you buy it from Talize. So, But this time, no sweet coats, but a, a beautiful joke book. This joke book is um i don't know how many pages it is but let me just see here it's 800 oh no it's like 700 pages and uh, they number each joke and there's uh now granted some of them are terrible most of them but there's like almost 8 no 7500 jokes that's a couple 7500 jokes and then they index them index category all the jokes <laughs> right so, like, I don't have to write any more jokes. I These understand. are all all done for for me, and we might as well use them, right? Sure. 2006 is when this was written. So that's pretty modern. <laughs> so I, what could go wrong? That's right. Right? Uh, let's, uh, what do you think? Should we get this thing started then? Yeah, I think so. All right. I'll, uh, I'm not going to tuck into this book until we uh, do the one thing that we always do. You know what that is, Kevin? It's a theme song. Yeah, hit it.
Welcome to the Dutch Hall. We're, uh, again, we're live from Pine Grove in the pool shed for the funniest uh, podcast in the world, Burn On. I think uh, you, if you uh, if you don't think we're the best, then you you probably are not listening right now. <laughs> That's what I think. Anyways, uh, we have a great lineup tonight. It was a really n- a nice treat. Of course, we have, as always, in Season 8, our MVP, ladies and gentlemen, Kevin Van Dungeon, everyone. Hey. Now, Kevin, has, uh, Kevin, you worked out so well this show, that, uh, that, uh, that season, I should say, that I decided that what can make it better is that if we found some sort of a clone <laughs> or some sort of a replication of some sort yeah, we'll see. to make more Kevin, All right. right? <laughs> then, uh, so what could we do that's the next best thing? Is we got the actual offspring, the actual seed, the the uh, um, fruit of your lo- or your womb, yeah? <laughs> my womb, <laughs> fruit of your womba. Or, you know, you know. <laughs> he's the fruit of your loins. COVID, sorry. Um, he's the fruit of your loins. There, I see it. The apple of your eye. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> the your yes. <laughs> Andrew, Van Dungeon, uh huh. The product of your sperm. Yes. Andrew Van Denton, everyone. All right. Welcome to the show, Andrew. Yeah. Thank you for making me feel welcome by calling me sperm. <laughs> well, we all are a bit of sperm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's uh, some more than others. Oh, oh, sorry, and that brings me to my wife, Jane, everyone. <laughs> no. <laughs> Did you leave me with that on purpose? <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's a terrible joke. So this is, uh, there's a, like an un- um, Oh, and uh, I got finished introductions. And of course, uh, as always in season eight, the effigy of our uh, former uh, co-host or whatever you would call him, our former fr- friend, band our former, uh, he wasn't a band leader, that was Mike Bow. I forget who he was, the man that writes the music. There you go, yeah. Whatever, the former lump of shit that used to, <laughs> yeah, no, it's good. Uh, we made uh, this guy to replace him. Robot Dave, everyone. Robot Dave. Thanks a lot, Pete. Yeah. yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Well, this time, Dave, I'm hoping that you're going to be more of a part of this show. And um, I'm insisting, actually, that uh, you contribute more than you have in the past. And uh, actually, uh, expect to really, like, hold up your end of the bargain on this show, okay? Oh, that's oh, fantastic. Oh, really? You're excited about it? Oh, I'm, I'm excited, too, then. And, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, there's only one more person to introduce. That's me, the host of your show, and Toot Time! Toot Time! President's Club Award winner, Pete Van Dyke. <laughs> wow. Introductions are done. Now I just have to. Now that we're doing, I'm excited about the joke telling portion of this sh- uh, show because this book is just chock full of jokes. In fact, you know, I think it's going to bridge the gap. What year were you born, Andrew? 2005. 2005. A year prior to this book being written. Yeah, so I'm going to be way funnier. Yeah. So like this, uh, this said, uh, well, you were one when all these. So even the newest joke in this book would only be one, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, which is, uh, at the time, most of these would be like probably 40, 50, a hundred years before even that. Cause some of these are terrible, but by 2006, they'd say, we got to weed some of these out because they're inappropriate. 
They're, they didn't age well. You know, they don't, they're, they're, they're uh, offensive or whatever. So I, I, you know, but now this is uh, 15 years later and we have, um, we've really progressed a lot. We sure have. And uh, some of this book could be potentially um, outdated. Potentially, there could be some stuff that maybe is inappropriate for our listeners. So what I'm going to say is, I'm going to warn you. It's like a disclaimer. Yeah, this is the warning. Trigger is that warning. I, I don't want to uh, censor this book here. <laughs> I think I like to let the book be magical and do its powers. Because I do have some notes. Like I do some of those tabs in here for a couple of things. But I'd also like to just kind of like... Let a page and see what just, happens. Yeah, just pick a number, like pick a four-digit number, and I just read the joke, and then we have to just accept it, <laughs> right? Maybe that's what we got to do. Anyways, and also I think it'd be really awesome to get canceled, and I think it would help me out quite a bit. <laughs> Good for your career. Yeah. So we have to try to do something. So why not go after some people who are less fortunate than us? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Punch down. Punch. Um, so, uh, let's do that. But first I'll, let's, I'm going to, I have to do my, uh, I'm at, uh, I have to have some shows. I have some shows coming up. Yeah. Do some plugging. Yeah. And, uh, so this one comes out on Thursday. So I will be in St. Thomas, uh, tomorrow at, uh, uh, St. Thomas, which one's that? Whiskey rocks. I'm at the whiskey rocks in St. Thomas. On November the 19th, and then on November 20th, I'm at the Zoetic Theater. December 15th, I'm at I'm in Cambridge at, I think it's called Rhythm and Brews. What a name. And uh, you can always, uh, you can find my listings at, uh, I'll make sure they're on my socials <laughs> if you need them. But yeah, check, you'll be able to find them, and uh, otherwise go to the venues and you can find all the ticketing information. I think the one for the Zoetic is on Eventbrite. Um, anyways, a couple couple gigs coming up, so they should be this should be good. And if you'd like to book me for future gigs, you can uh, get me at uh, live from the Dutch Hall Gmail dot com, or you can check out uh, the website SpikyBallLiveComedy dot com. And uh, we can uh, Christmas parties are coming up and stuff like that. If you want to book a comedy show, I'd be happy to put one together for you. And uh, quickly run through the ads. Why not? Let's get them done. Amazon. Go to the website, livefromthedutchhall.com. Click on our Amazon banner. We get money. Jeff Bezos gets less money. Fuck him. He does not need the money. And uh, Patreon. We have one Patreon supporter, and we love her. She's our queen. And if you would like to receive some of the same lavish uh Praise. Uh, praise and uh, really like pampering that uh, our beloved queen, Jen Husko, gets. And a video. Then it could cost you as little as $5 a month. And you know what? I'm actually thinking about changing up the Patreon because we're having such little uptake on it <laughs> that I'm thinking about going $1 to say $1. And then if I put $1 a month on that thing and and I give you something for that one dollar, like a special content and all the stuff that, and the shout out and all the stuff, mm-hmm. uh, the and the little, the uh, surprise merch. Yeah. Then you um, and you don't do it, and you're still listening to the show. You are just garbage. Yeah. Right. Piece of garbage. <laughs> uh, can we get to that point? If I put it on a buck and still nobody. 
Yeah. Then I can start calling out my listeners individually. Yeah, saying, so. you cheap motherfucker, give me a buck. <laughs> um, Keep the lights on. Anyways, that's our Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash Dutch Hall. And that's, I'm not going to even do the other ads. We've added them up enough. All right. All right. So basically, there's a huge joke book, a huge index. Right off the top, Robot Dave, I told you that you're going to have to participate in this show. We need you to pick a category. Can you think of a category that you would like to hear jokes about? You know, I have a soft spot for Mexicans. Oh, Mexicans, Dave. What a shocker. (laughs) Well, let me see. They do have a section here about countries, other countries, and sure as shit, there is Mexico. (laughs) All right. (laughs) You ready? I really haven't read these uh, beforehand, but you want to guess the punchline, or you want what do Mexicans and sperm have in common? <laughs> Any guesses? Don't think I have one. Uh, there are millions of them, and few work. <laughs> That's got to be an old joke because Mexicans actually uh, are hardworking. People. Are hardworking people? That is, I don't even understand. And they're actually. Uh... Some of our listeners. There's a, yeah, they are. We're we're in the charts in Mexico. We should do jokes about every country that we have charts uh, <laughs> in the charts there, and see if we can ostracize all of them. Right. There's a Mexican and a Puerto Rican in a car. Who's driving? No. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. The police. No. <laughs> no. These are these are still cool. <laughs> That was the best laugh I ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so few Mexican athletes in the Olympics? I didn't even know that was a fact. Is that a fact? <laughs> it's good for a joke, I guess. Because most of them who can run, jump, or swim are in the United States. <laughs> <laughs> you like that one, Dave? It sure is. Uh, did you hear about the guy who is half Polish and half Mexican? This is right oh. up your alley, Dave. You're a Polish fella. <laughs> Do you, you hear about that guy who is half Polish and half Mexican? <laughs> no, I have not. Yeah, he made a run for the border and and forgot where he's going. Boo, that's a bad <laughs> joke. You like that one? He likes it. I didn't like that one. Uh, okay, this is one you can figure out. Uh, Andrew, what were the names of the two Mexican firefighting brothers? Mexican firefighting brothers. You got it? Any guesses? What's on a... You got one? Hose A and Hose B. Oh, you don't like that, Dave, eh? (laughs) A man on a bicycle approached the U.S. border from Mexico. He was carrying a heavy sack. (laughs) What's in the sack? Asked the border guard. Sand, came the reply. I think it was like this. Sand. Sand. Uh, 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 I always like to do that impression like Slowpoke Rodriguez. (laughs) Um, the (laughs) The guard checked, and sure enough, it was sand. So we let the man through. A week later, the man on a bicycle appeared again, carrying a heavy sack. What's in the sack? Asked the border guard. Sand. <laughs> the guard checked, verified, and 
It was sand, and he let the cyclist through. He continued on a weekly basis for six months until one day the cyclist with uh, the sack full of sand failed to show up. A few days later, the guard chanced upon him in a downtown bar. Hey, you've been driving us crazy for the past six months. We're damn sure you were smuggling something through. In the strictest confidence, please tell me what it was. Bicycles. <laughs> Did you get that joke? Not at all. But Dave liked it. So, like, I got to analyze that joke because it really is, like, bothering me why I don't get it. So the guy keeps coming across on a bicycle carrying sand. He was smuggling bicycles across? Oh, he, it was a different bicycle every time. Well, how do you get back? With the sand? You ride the bag of sand back? <laughs> That's a stupid joke. <laughs> Speaking of stupid jokes, that brings us to Poland. <laughs> <laughs> How do you stop a Polish army on horseback? <laughs> Turn off the carousel. Oh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Racy. That's a racy joke. Yeah, it is a bit racy. I know. Do you know they have, uh, do you guys have any categories you want to look into? You want to go at any, oh, we're in the, we're in the, um, we're in the charts in uh, Romania. We can go for a Romanian joke. There's a Romanian joke here. Do you know about the Romanians? If you had to guess what they're going to make fun of from the Romanians, what do you think it would be? I would say tracksuits. Seems a bit incriminating for me to say anything. Really? Yeah, it probably is, yeah. It's probably, is it always bad because you're just judging a people as one thing? I don't know. Yeah, probably, yeah. Uh, three men were sitting in a Romanian cafe. One man looked at the newspaper headlines, shook his head and sighed. Then the second man looked at his newspaper, shook his head and sighed. And then the third man reached for his hat and said, if you two are going to discuss politics, I'm off. Oh, <laughs> oh come on. You at least got to boo that one, Dave. That's terrible. He likes everything. What are they saying? The Romanians, uh, that's, that's a terrible joke. I don't even find it funny in the least. You know what? I need a palate cleanser. Of a just a good old fashioned like joke that's offside. Let's go to politically incorrect jokes here. Oh, let's just see what they are because this is old. Eh? You know that they have the in the politically incorrect section. They have like the first whole chunk is just blonde jokes. That's the most politically incorrect thing you could do in 2006 is tell a joke about the blonde. Wow. Yeah, you don't want to do that. No. Um, here, I got a good one here. A man was a man was driving along the road when a cop stopped him, uh -oh. and the cop uh, asked him, "Hey, have you been drinking, sir?" And uh, uh, the guy says, "Why? Is there a fat chick in my car?" Oh, <laughs> wow! <laughs> what? You don't get that one? Because guys will pick up a fat girl when they're drinking. That's where the premise of the joke is. I'm not saying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not. like These are jokes that you, you shouldn't tell, I think. I wish she was on camera. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, that's so funny. I got, uh, I got some good news. Wait, I like these medical ones. You're a medical person. Uh, oh, here. This, I don't know if this is really a medical oh. joke. But this is more about the origin of time, right? It's a story one, too, Andrew. You might enjoy it. Oh, awesome. 
It's about the origin of time. I just love story jokes about origin of time. You like those? Yeah, that's my niche. This one you'll enjoy then. Adam, you know Adam? He was the first ever man. Mm-hmm. Adam went to God and he said, you uh, and uh, God, uh, we got a problem here. Uh, it's with Eve, you know, Eve. Mm-hmm. That's the first woman. Uh, she's bleeding. Right, God says, uh, "From where, you know?" And He goes, "That's the part that, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a little embarrassed to tell you, but it's from between her legs, you know." And uh, God says, uh, "No problem, like that's no nothing to worry about, you know. That's the way I made her, you know. Like what?" And Adam says, "Oh, you know, thank goodness, you know, I was I was getting so worried." And God says, uh, "Well, where is she right now?" And uh, Adam says, well, she's down at the stream uh, washing. And God goes, ah, great. Now I'll never get the smell out of those fish. (laughs) (laughs) I've heard that joke before. Have you heard that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a classic. (laughs) It's about the origin of time. The origin of time. A religious joke, if you will. Science joke. You know what the difference between a rectal thermometer and uh, and a normal thermometer is? My uncle doesn't use normal thermometers on me. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) It's a pretty good punch. Yeah, that will work. (laughs) This one said the taste. (laughs) 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 Oh, Dave was late. Oh, Um, slow sometimes. Oh yeah, I like this joke. Uh, I knew this girl one time, Andrew, and, uh, this girl, like she was, uh, she was like lethargic. You know what I mean? I do. She was like, uh, she was tired. <laughs> and, uh, so she goes to the doctor. The doctor's like, I got an idea. I'll work for you. Take male testosterone, boost up your, uh, energy there. So the woman gets, uh, gets, uh, uh, the pills, you know, starts taking them. And then uh, goes back to see the doctor. Doctor says, how's it working? She goes, great. My energy's perfect. Uh, I feel 100% better. Just a couple of side effects. Mm-hmm. And uh, doctor says, what's that? She goes, well, uh, I have this body hair growing on, on my body. Uh, and uh, he goes, where, does it, uh, where is it showing up? And she says, uh, well, it's really everywhere, like right from my neck right down to my balls. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Get it? Because she grew balls, eh? <laughs> Get it? Women don't have balls? No, she grew it from the pills. Oh, shit. I think. Why don't blind people go skydiving? Why? It scares the shit out of the dogs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, they're so bad. <laughs> like, funny. I just like the I like telling old jokes. You guys want to crack at reading some of these? Uh... Okay, I got. Which one do I think was funny here? Oh, I already read that. I'll right, share this one. Anyways, uh, let's just see. I already did that one. I guess we're going. Th- oh, okay. Hey, Gene, remember um, that time I went to the doctor and uh, I said to the doctor, like, how I uh, can't get an erection uh, looking at my wife anymore? <laughs> And then he made you go into the doctor's office. Do you remember that story? And then, <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> and then he was like, 
take off all your clothes, you know, and lie, you know, spread your legs. And he does all these things and makes you do all those things. And then he, and then he comes to me, he says afterwards, he goes, uh, well, there's nothing wrong with you. I couldn't get a boner either. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's a section in here called good, bad, worse. You want to play good, bad, worse for a bit? Yeah, Change it up? Got to hear these. Sounds very so, goofy. Yeah. So I tell you something bad, and then, and then there's something worse, you know? Like bad, your wife wants a divorce. Mm-hmm. Worse. 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 She's a lawyer. Oh. <laughs> yeah. That's not good. Okay, this is the one. I'll just make this one up. It's on the book. But bad, you're giving Willie Nelson a blowjob. <laughs> worse, that ain't Willie Nelson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's an old joke. It's a funny joke, though, eh? Yeah. Do you know that one? Did no. you hear that one before? No. I was wondering how, what age you tell your kid that joke, Kev. What age are you supposed to say, you know what's the time you heard the Willie Nelson joke? 15. 15, yeah. Yeah, probably. Now you know what. Few days from your birthday, you get to hear the Willie Nelson joke. Is it, it? Oh, you know what? Because we did the Mexican jokes. What we should really should do is give is see what they have. Because we did we painted the uh, we we threw some some shade, if you will, at the Mexicans. Mm-hmm. We should do it to Canadians, eh? Absolutely. And then because we're Canadian, so then we would <laughs> see how they make fun of us. Let's see how they make fun of us in this joke book. Mm. All right, on the sixth day, God turned to the angel Gabriel and announced, Today I shall create a land called Canada. It will be a land outstanding of outstanding beauty, snow-capped mountains, shimmering blue lakes, forests of elk and moose, and rivers of salmon. The air will be clean and pure, and I shall make the land rich in oil, so that inhabitants shall prosper. I shall... Uh, Give these Canadians the friendliest people, make these Canadians the friendliest people on earth. And then uh, Gabriel says to God, don't you think you're giving uh, these Canadians just too much stuff? And he goes, ah, just wait. Uh, You haven't seen the neighbors. I'm going to give them. (laughs) (laughs) That's really a joke against the Americans more than it is us, eh? I don't think I'm throwing anything, but uh, at the... uh, Canada with that one. I think we got to be a little tougher on us. Yeah. How about this one? Uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. <laughs> this is the best one. The meanest one to Canada is this one. A severe storm rumbled through Canadian town of Guelph last week and destroyed everything in its path. The entire town was reduced to rubble. $10 worth of damage was reported. <laughs> yeah, it that's... doesn't like Guelph either. This... Yeah, do you think that's, Dave thinks that's funny? This is not a Canadian book. That's the worst I can do about Canada. It's sad, man. You want to hear this one because it's not a. It's a Canadian one. But then we got to get into the Germans. <laughs> um. All right, here, uh, a Ontarian, an Ontarian, a person from Ontario, he wanted to become a newfie, and it has in parentheses. Someone in New- from Newfoundland. Have you heard the term Newfie? I have. Is that offensive? I don't think it is. I don't know if it is or not. Is it? I wouldn't think so. But I think being a Newfie is offensive to the spirit. Oh, they're they're 
You ever been there? No, I hear the way they talk, though. Yeah, it's cool, man. I don't know what the fuck they're saying. <laughs> but it's funny. Yeah, bah. 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 I saw a thing bah. on Instagram. It was a new mother teaching her child how to talk, and it didn't sound like much was going on. No, it's a whole other thing. It's crazy. It's like a it, they are their half hour time difference. That's the craziest thing ever. Even beyond the speech, like you you decided to go a half hour <laughs> difference in time. That's the craziest thing that anyone's ever thought of. It's up there. It's so crazy. Don't do that. Anyways, uh, the guy wanted to become a newfie, so the surgeon says, "Sure, I just got to cut out a third of your brain." Uh-oh. And then uh, the guy says, okay. So he does the thing, but instead of uh, cutting out a third of his brain, he cuts out two-thirds of the guy's brain. And then uh, when the guy finally came around, the surgeon said, I'm sorry, but instead of cutting out one-third, I cut out two-thirds. And the patient replied, Qu'est-ce que vous avez dit, monsieur? You get it? Because it became one someone from Dirty Quebec. (laughs) (laughs) Frenchy. I hate French people. You're half French. I know. Just remember. Yeah, no, it's funny. That's why he can say it. That's why I can tell this German joke. Because didn't your dad, didn't your dad uh, dodge bullets from the fucking Krauts? He should (laughs) have. Shut up, but he didn't. <laughs> no. Well, I'll tell you, my grandpa did. Yep. For realsy. So let's tell some German jokes. You should. Hey, have you heard about the German, the new German Chinese restaurant? <laughs> <laughs> hey? The food is great, but an hour later, you're hungry for power. <laughs> <laughs> Were you worried I was going to go wor- that joke was going to be worse, Jane? That one actually wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. Uh, if you go to Germany and get drunk, at some point you're going to look up Hitler in the phone book. Oh, wait, that's not, I shouldn't have told that. That's a David Tell joke. Oh that's God. so funny, though. But <laughs> I don't want to tell jokes that are actually somebody else's. I want to just do the old ones. Um, that is a funny joke, though. If you go to Hitler and get, if you go to Germany and get drunk, you're going to look up Hitler in the phone book. That is, anyways, uh, that's all they have for Germans? Fuck that. This is this was my favorite German joke, but it's not in the book. But I'll tell it anyway. All right. All right. There's a Dutchman, mm-hmm. right? Uh, a German, and a black guy, right? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the black, well, like what? Can we say he's from a country too? Let's say ha- uh, Haitian, right? Because right. they're they're all black in Haiti, right? Because they hate white people in Haiti. Anyways, the we're the devil. And uh, but it's, the guy's black. It's key to the joke. All right. <laughs> so there's a there's a there's a a German, a, a a Dutchman, and a black guy, and they're all going into the hospital, and their wives are all giving birth to babies, right, at the same time, right. And uh, three babies are born, and in the confusion of all the babies being born, um, they mixed them up. And they didn't know whose babies was whose, right? So they say, well, there's only one way to do this. We're going to have to, like, cast uh, or uh, pick straws and see who, who picks the which baby first, right? Right. So the Dutchman uh, picks the first straw that he gets to have the first pick of babies. And he right away picks the black baby, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the rock guy's like furious, right? Because he's like, that's clearly my baby. You know, what are you doing picking my baby, you know? And he goes, I just couldn't take the chance of it being a German. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty good joke. Yeah, because it shows our hatred for the Germans. That's right. That we would forgo our own son. Yep. Uh, anyways, you thought it'd be racist, right? You thought that whole time it was going to be a racist joke. And then at the end, it's not a racist joke. It's just a joke against the Germans. Yeah. Which we can all agree they deserve because of what they did in the World War Two To the Dutch. And World War One, they didn't, like, they weren't innocent in that one either. Mm-hmm. Did they ever apologize for that? World War One? Either of them. Oh, they would apologize for the second one, believe me. <laughs> mm-hmm. They feel real bad about that over there. I think they went on Twitter and they're like, I'm so sorry for the misdemeanor I've caused. No, in Germany, they're really ashamed of of all that stuff. And they have, like, the most, like, museums and all that stuff. I think they're pretty open about it. You know, like, in the States, uh, United States, this is what I think. It's my opinion. But they don't show their shitty things in their museums. They show their good things. Right. Right? But you go to other countries, and they show their shitty things, mm-hmm. including Canada. We went to Ottawa to the uh, one one. Um, Museum of Canadian History or whatever, mm-hmm. and they sh- they they were showing the shit that Canada did, and we were horrible. Yeah, yeah, like we were like uh, we didn't let any Jewish people into Canada. I don't I think un- no, until until after the the Second World War. We started putting Japanese people in concentration camps as well. Oh yeah, Japanese people in concentration camps. We had like, the, but there was all in their in our museum, like front and center. They were just like open to it. And I think that's way better. That's You're awesome. saying like this is what we did. It was shitty, and we don't do it anymore. Yeah. Versus saying like, hey, we never did it. We're always awesome. It wasn't like, us. Yeah, United States is kind of like the one. It's kind of like the if you had a guy in your high school and he was like really strong and like he could beat everybody up. Um, so everyone kind of made him think that there he was the valedictorian because they're afraid he'd, he'd kill them. Yep. But really when they're got like when they're not in the room that everyone's just kind of like, can you believe that guy thinks he's the best? You know, like <laughs> yeah. he's uh, an idiot, right? <laughs> That's kind of what it seems like to me. Anyways, how long are we through this thing? Okay. We do have a game to play. We do have a game to play. Um, and I don't know. I don't know if it's... Yeah, I think we should play it. Okay. Right. Uh, 98... I want... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. This is a really bad joke, but I, I don't know what, the, what they're trying to say in this joke. It says, why can't women play ice hockey? This is a totally American joke because we don't call it ice hockey. It says, why can't women play ice hockey? But I think they can. Well, I think our women are pretty good at it. But why can't they play ice hockey? I'm curious. It says because they have to change their pads every period. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You know how you can spot a macho woman? How's that? <laughs> you know, you, this is when you're at school and you're thinking to yourself, Andrew, you're going, how do I, I'm trying to spot a macho woman. I need a girl who can carry me to bed when I fall asleep in the car. Aha! Uh-huh. See, that's not even that. That's probably better than this one. Nah, this one's good. She rolls her own tampons. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that one doesn't even make a lot of sense. It just has a bit of bravado if you roll your own tampon, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's the matter? 
This is in the politically incorrect section. I can just pick another another one out of that one. Hey, this is this one's got. Oh no, that's an, I know that joke. It's too it's too predictable. Um. Oh, this is this is also a really old joke, but you might like it. A young man went to see a doctor about his lisp. The doctor said the young man's lisp was caused by his incredibly huge cock. Do you know that? Uh, <laughs> do you know this joke? No, I don't know it. Oh, and the guy was so embarrassed by his lisp. He's like, "Ah, doctor, you know, if 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 you can fix it, I'm willing to get rid of my huge cock, right?" So uh, the doctor says, okay, like uh, he does it. And then two months go by and the guy goes back to the doctor and said, my lisp is gone, but my, uh, you know, my life is ruined. I have no sex life. Uh, you know, like women want nothing to do with me. I just need my penis back, you know? And the doctor's like, through you. Because <laughs> <laughs> he sewed his penis onto it. He yeah. sewed that other guy's penis onto him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, get it? Yeah, that's wicked. Get it? <laughs> that's a good one. Oh, I was, I was. This reminds me of a story that um, I don't know why I just thought of this. I had a friend of mine. Um, yeah, he, you know, he was a doctor. You know, yeah, he had a huge cock. No, well, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. But the the doctor, he was like, he was like. Uh, I remember he was going through this real like. He said he was going through this personal trauma. He was really beating himself up because he he had uh, had sex with one of his patients, you know. He had sex with one of his patients, and uh, he was beating himself up, you know, just mentally saying, you know, like this is wrong. You know, it's wrong. You shouldn't do it, you know. But then there was another voice in his head that would say, you know, come on, man, don't be so hard on yourself. You're not the first doctor that's had a sex with sex with their patient, you know. But then there was this other voice that just said, you know, like. Dave, you're a you're a veterinarian. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was fucking animals, eh? In that joke, he was. Yeah, I made it, Dave, because it was my buddy Dave, same name. <laughs> okay, so this is time for the game, everyone. Are you ready? This is a game that's based on um, based on an old joke form. Okay. Very classic. Everyone knows these jokes. It's the simple no arms, no legs jokes. Jane, are you aware of the no arms, no legs jokes? Yes, you are. Okay. So the the game is very simple. Uh, oh, we don't have buzzers. How are we going to buzz in? Okay. Just make a buzzing sound or or some sort some sort of noise. You're going to have to do it more uh, uh, visually or whatever. So it's just simple. We'll go with the the, the very classic one would have, would be uh, a guy. With, what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs uh, uh, floating in the water? Uh, Bob. That's right. So Andrew would get a point for that one, right? So we're gonna say Andrew's up one no, one nothing. So that's the way this thing goes. All right, let's get started. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs at your front door? Uh, Matt. Is that Andrew too, or is that yeah? Um, He's on it. Uh, what do you call a guy on your wall with no arms and legs? Art painting. <laughs> oh, <laughs> eh, incorrect. Oh, uh, Jane gets art. Uh-huh. You got to get on a mic, Jane. Uh, but art. Uh, what do you call a guy with no arms and no legs buried up to his neck? 
buried up to his neck. Phil. Ooh, I like that one better, but in this one, it says Spike, but, um, <laughs> yeah, Phil sounds better, eh? I think. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs? Uh, water skiing. Bob? Uh, nope. Uh, we're looking for Skip. We're looking for Skip. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs uh, in a pile of leaves? Russell. Ah, one point for your old man. He's on the board. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs in a meat grinder? Dead. <laughs> nope. No, we're looking for it. Ground beef? Patty? Clo- you're getting Patty. closer. Oh, uh, Patty. Uh, McDonald. Patty would be, I almost want to give you points for it, but we're looking for Chuck. Oh, that's uh, good. Chuck. I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm not 40. What do you call a guy with no arms and no legs uh, stuffed in a mailbox? Unabomber. I don't know. Bill. Ted Kaczynski? Oh, good, oh yeah. Bill. Uh guy with no arms and no legs in a flower pot. Daisy. Phil? Phil. Uh, Pete. Ah, Pete. Kevin gets it. Is that 2-2 two, two, or is it still, is it 3-2? Two, two? I think it's 3-2, Andrew. Okay. Guy with no arms and no legs in a boiling, in a pot of boiling water. In a pot of boiling water. Not this clever. Mm. Linguini. <laughs> Linguini. Uh, not what we're looking Tired for, but yeah, we're looking for stew. Oh. This is going to be a real hard one. What do you call a guy? Two guys with no arms and no legs um, that are uh, covering your window. Blinds. Kurt and Rod. Oh. Yeah, Kurt and Rod. That's good. This is a tie game now. So now we're into the big stuff. Oh, no. That, we already did that one. He's on it. Uh, a guy with... A guy whose legs are cut off at the knees. What do you call a guy whose legs are cut off at the knees? Names? Neil! Jane gets Whoa. it. Neil. Okay, what do you call a Spanish soccer player with no legs? You should get this one. You should get this one. It's grassy ass. Uh. (laughs) I like it. What do you call a woman with uh, one leg? Eileen. Oh, that's good. That wasn't in the book. Neither is this one. What do you call a, a Mexican woman with no Consuela. legs? Consuela. Uh, <laughs> that is my favorite. I knew it when he said Mexican woman. That's my that's my favorite one. That uh, that is uh, was a good game. Uh, Andrew won it in the at the end. Uh, now we're just gonna start. This is how we'll end that one. There's this a lonely woman, right? Consuela. <laughs> yes, this lonely woman named Consuelo. And she's uh, looking for a man, and uh, she puts an ad in the newspaper, and it says, I want a man who, uh, I'm looking for my dream man, He uh, quali- qualifications, he must not hit me, he must not run away, and he uh, must be a good lover, you know? 
And uh, so she puts the ad in the paper, and a little while later, there's a there's her doorbell rings, and she goes to the door, and sure as shit, there's a guy sitting there with no arms and no legs. <laughs> and she says, "What are you doing here?" And the guy says, uh, "Well, I'm your dream man. You know, I come to answer the ad." He goes, "I have no arms. I can't hit you. I have no legs. I can't run away." And she goes, "Well, what makes you think you're going to be such a good lover?" He says, I rang the doorbell, didn't I? <laughs> you get it? He did it with his cock. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> huge dick. Well, I would be just impressed if he knocked. Or his tongue. Oh. oh yeah. There's a twist. Yeah, that's true. The tongue also. Yeah, there you go. I'd be even more impressed if he did it with his arms or legs. Yeah. Well, I don't know. That shit sucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> don't be don't ever apologize no. don't ever apologize uh, i wanted uh uh <laughs> i'm just gonna do this one i have never read it before this is a blind one a guy's been suffering from blinding headaches and he went to go see his doctor the doctor revealed that he used to suffer from them too but he found a miraculous cure the headache is caused by tension in the scalp muscles explained the doctor i cured it by giving my wife oral sex on a daily basis. Uh, when she came in, I would squeeze her legs together with all her st- What? She would squeeze her legs together with all her strength, and the pressure would relieve the tension on my head. Try that every uh, two weeks and come back to me and let me know how it goes. All right, two weeks later, the guy returns. How do you feel? Said the doctor, wonderful. I feel great. I haven't had a a headache since I started this treatment. It certainly works. And by the way, doctor, you have a lovely home. (laughs) You get it? Because he went and ate ate the doctor's wife's pussy. You know? See? You thought he would go do it to his own wife. Right. But he did That's what the doctor said to do. That's why that was a joke. (laughs) Right? Because he... uh, you're like, well, you know, you know, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> That's just absurd. Who would do such a thing? Yeah. Well, you'd be surprised, man. You'd be surprised. Uh, Solly. That's a weird name for a girl. Solly. But that was her name. Solly agreed to find a bride for his friend. Cohen. Son. So Solly's got a friend, Cohen. I don't know why there's so many specifics in this joke, but there's a girl named Solly, and she had to find a bride for her friend, Cohen's son. Cohen's Cohen's son? Oh, this is going to be a pun. (laughs) I can tell right now. It's going to be something coincidence or something, eh? or something. But when he brought along the prospective wife, the boy was horrified. She's ugly as sin, he said. Her hair's fallen out. She's hardly any teeth, and she's got a wooden leg. And she's only got one eye. Why are you whispering? Solly said. She's deaf, too. <laughs> oh, that is a terrible joke. There's a lot of details in that joke for no benefit. It wasn't even a pun. <laughs> Fucking horrible. I'm taking this book back. <laughs> I don't like the Solly joke. All right. Come on. I'm going to have to give up. I'll give it one more time. A man went to the doctor. <laughs> he said, it's my penis, doctor. <laughs> but when you look at it, you must promise not to laugh. Of course I won't laugh to the doctor. I'm a professional. 
or, poop, or remove your pants. Come on. Why'd you so, look at me when you said that? I don't know. Try to get canceled. So the so the man took off his pants. The doctor uh, took one look at his penis and burst out laughing. It's the thing he said he wouldn't do. That's wild. In all my years as a doctor, he said, that is the smallest, tiniest penis I have ever seen. I didn't know it was possible to have one so minute. So tell me, what what's the problem? <laughs> Uh, and he says it's swollen. It's <laughs> a good one. Yeah. Because you thought like it can't be any smaller, <laughs> and then you're like, no, that's already swollen. Man, that is a that is a barely a joke. That one's barely a joke. Tell that one to the girls at school. This I'm I'm, I'm running out of patience. I'm gonna have to try this one. Start off. With a beautiful that. woman went to see the gynecologist. He was so captivated by her beauty. He started behaving in a highly unethical manner, but he just st- couldn't help himself. First, he told her to undress, and he started to caress her inner thighs. As he did so, he asked, Do you know what I'm doing? Yes, replied the woman. You're checking for any abrasions or skin abnormalities. That's right, said the gynecologist. Next, he started to fondle her breasts. Do you know what I'm doing? he asked. Uh, yes, you're checking for the lumps. That's right, he answered. Then he started to have sex with her. Do you know what I'm doing now? Uh, he panted. Uh, uh, yes, you're getting herpes. <laughs> <laughs> he deserved it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you shouldn't do that, eh? Yeah, Serves him right for raping that poor patient. <laughs> <laughs> <That's a twist. laughs> well, she didn't ask for it. Very true, but. Uh, <laughs> what is that? Uh, you got cancer and Alzheimer's. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a bad joke. I don't like those jokes. But it's just like a doctor says, hey, you got, I got some bad news. You got cancer and Alzheimer's. And the patient says, well, at least I don't have cancer. <laughs> you get it? I get it. Yeah, exactly. Hey, was that herpes joke good enough? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, we should do a farm joke. Yeah. I haven't heard a farm joke. For all the farmers. Oh, this is a this one's full of puns and everything. Farmers are going to love it. Hey, a city dweller bought a farm. Like a city slicker? Mm-hmm. You ever heard of one? Is that what you are? I suppose. From the stock? So you bought a farm. You did. All right. And you decided to purchase it uh, and its stock from an old farmer, right? And you said, I'd like to buy a rooster, is what you told the farmer. (laughs) And the farmer said, "Uh, sure, but in these parts, we call them cocks, right? So I also want to buy a chicken. Uh, No problem, said the farmer, but in these parts, we call them pullets, right? And then you, the city slicker, uh, paid for the two birds and put one, put each one in a cage. Worried about the transportation, you thought maybe I ought to buy a donkey too. Good idea, said the farmer, but in these parts, we we call call them asses. asses. I'll tell you what, I'll let you have old Jake, he's a good animal, but a bit stubborn. Sometimes you have to scratch him between his ears to get him to move. 
Right, I'll remember him, said this city guy, Andrew. <laughs> so he set him off with a donkey in the cages, and but a half mile down the road, the donkey stopped and refused to move. Just then, the lady passed by on her way back from church. Excuse me, ma'am, said Andrew. <laughs> hey, uh, would you hold my cock and pull it while I scratch my ass? <laughs> 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 Did you get away. it? I got away with words. Yeah, it's all sexual, Word like on ta- <laughs> double entendres in that one. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, a retired priest was recalled to duty while his uh, while the regular parish priest was off sick. During confession, he heard one of the per- perfe- uh, one of the parishioners, the person that goes to the church. <laughs> He heard them confess to sodomy. You know what that is? Yeah. It's bad. It's where you, like, cut your balls off. No, no, no. That's uh, castration. Oh, shit. Sodomy means uh, buggering. Buggering. It's like uh, the the holes God tells you don't use. Oh, yeah. Is that <laughs> lessons in- <laughs> I'm trying to parent your child, Kevin. You know, Blink-182 said sodomy in a song once. They used the word sodomy? They did. Well, you know what song it is? Yeah, it's, uh, What's My Age Again. Really? Yeah. Hey, listen to that again. You should. You should listen for the sodomy part. Oh, yeah. One time there's this old lady, and, uh, this old lady, she comes home, and then she... Sodomize her? No, but she caught her daughter in bed with a vibrator, okay? And the daughter said, uh, and she's like, and the mother's like, didn't handle it well, you know? She's like, starts shrieking and stuff. So you go, what are you doing? What are you doing? Like that. And the daughter says, mom, I'm like, I'm 42. <laughs> you know, I'm not married and I don't have a date. It's the 21st century, you know, like, give me a break. Sometimes this is what ladies got to do. So the mother, mother still doesn't get it. It's not her generation's thing. We don't shove the stuff in there, you know? Anyways, the next day, the father walked in on the daughter, and he found her with the same thing going on. And the dad this time's like, what the in the heck is going on here? And then the woman says the same thing to her dad. I'm fucking 42, you know? Like, give me a break father shook his head leaves the room and then that night the mother went to the kitchen and found the father sitting at the table beer in one hand vibrator in the other hand what are you doing with that and then the father says leave me alone can't a guy get a beer can't a guy have a beer with his son-in-law <laughs> you get it i get it because the because the vibrators is like vagina so it's like a it's like a, like a, a guy, spouse. Like a guy doing that. It's like a spouse. How can you tell your girlfriend is frigid? This might help you if you you know what frigid is? No. It's like a it's like a term for a girl who's like um kind of a prude. Like she's not doesn't give it away very easy. Like she's uh uptight about sex kinda. This joke's not gonna land on me. I've never touched a woman in my life. Oh no no this one this one will touch. Oh okay. This is this no this is advice for you. Oh okay. okay. So that if you ever like if you're in a situation you need to get a read on a girl and you're like is this girl going to be like a little cold 
icy, you know. He says, how can you tell? It's when you open her legs, the lights go on. Oh. Right, right. Well, <laughs> like a fridge. Like a fridge. Yeah. You get it? Mm-hmm. What's the difference between a sumo wrestler and a wo- and a feminist? I don't know. One of them has a shaved head. Oh, wait. You almost got it. The sumo wrestler shaves his legs. He uh. shaves his legs. Uh, you almost got that one just by guessing. Anyways, uh, God damn it, this book, eh? What do you want? You want to pick one more category? You you were you were curious about anything that happened when you were one? Like what, what we thought was funny on any topic at all? Any jokes about boobs? Boobs? Yeah, I'm a. I like jokes about boobs. Oh man, you're. Let's look in the old uh, index here. There's got to be something about boobs. How do you spell boobs? O's, B O S, Boozler, Bon Jovi, I'll, I'll James take bon Bond. Jovi if we don't have boobs. Whoa, I can't believe there wouldn't be. Well, they don't spell breasts. it. Oh, breasts. What about jugs? Uh, I'll, I'll get to jugs next. B-R-E, B-R-E, no, no breasts either. Hmm. I think I'm going to have to go just to the regular, the regular table of contents to see if there's boobs in there. No, there's going to be sex, though. 333. Okay, this is it. We got This will be gold, man, and then we'll end on it. This. 333. Oh, it was even, uh, it was even, um, okay. I don't know why this one was, uh, this one was earmarked. It's not even that funny. Um, I'm going to do this one over here. Okay. Ready? A man and a woman are seated at a bar, both drinking champagne. Neither had met before. After a while, the man turned to the woman and said, I see you're drinking champagne too. Are we celebrating something? I sure am, replied the woman. This is a special day for me. For years, I've been trying to have a child, and today my gynecologist told me I'm pregnant. Congratulations, said the man. I'm celebrating, too. I'm a chicken farmer, and for years, all my hens were infertile, but today they're finally fertile. How did it happen, asked the woman. I switched cocks, he replied. What a coincidence. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. That wasn't good. That was the worst cock joke I've ever heard. I know, man. I was trying to... Oh, man. Okay. I don't even know if this one's uh, going to work. But may, this one, might you might think is funny. On the, net, on the night before his wedding, a, a shy young man thought he ought to ask his father what, what he should expect in the bedroom, you know, because he's a traditional guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do I have to do, he asked his dad. The dad says, well... You gotta remember uh, what you used to play with as a. Remember what you used to play with as a teenager. All you have to do is stick that where your wife pees. So the following night, the young man threw a GI Joe down the toilet. Ah. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. Anyways, God damn it. This one's got to be the one that's going to end the show. Right. couple went to the agricultural show one weekend and watched the auction of some prize bulls. The, the auctioneer announced that the first bull had reproduced 72 times last year. Hey, said the wife, nudging her husband. 
That's six times a month. A pity you can't match that. And the bull, the next bull for auction was revealed that it had reproduced 144 times last year. The wife uh, prodded her husband again. Did you hear that? 12 times a month. He's way out of your league. Then the third bull was led around, and the auctioneer proudly stated that he had reproduced 365 times last year. And the wife elbowed her husband hard in the ribs 365 times. That's every day of the year. That really puts you to shame. By now, the husband was thoroughly irritated, and he said, Sure, great. But I bet it wasn't always with the same cow. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because his wife's a big fucking cow. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Is that how that joke goes? I think so. God damn it. Uh, It turns out this joke. Vacations, vaccinations, humorous quotations. This book's got it all. Mm. Got it all rhymed out. Uh, Okay. Yeah, the good, bad, worse was it was no good. Um, sure, there's no boobs. No boobs, man. Terrible. What's the a guy? A guy at a bar was eyeing a girl with the tightest pants he'd ever seen. Finally, curiosity got the better of him. Tell me, how do you get into those pants? <laughs> and he said, uh, uh, "Well, I don't know." Yeah, there's no joke. (laughs) (laughs) He likes them all. Oh, man. Anyways, I just wanted one random joke in the book, but this one here. This is the ender. This one's got to be it. Okay. Oh, that's... Uh... Uh... It's all socks. I can't do these. It's all chicken ones. Business? No. (laughs) California? No. Bill Clinton? A whole thing on Bill Clinton? Still relevant. England? Insects? Men. Men. All right, here we go. This is for Jen. Boys. Men are like. All right. A wealthy playboy was going out with three girls at the same time. He wanted to settle down, but he couldn't decide which of three girls to be his bride. So he uh, decided upon a test. He would give each of them $5,000 to spend, and then he'd watch what they did with the money. The first girl took the money. She got a complete makeover, new clothes, new hairdo, everything, right? She wanted to look her best for him, you know? So he was kind of impressed by that. Then the second girl... Bought new golf clubs, a CD player, an expensive leather jacket, a big TV, and she gave them all as gifts. These are tokens of my love for you, you know? And the third girl invested the 5000 in the stock market, tripled her initial investment, then gave him his $5,000 back, plus interest. She then reinvested the remainder for her future because I love you so much. And he was really impressed with that. Curiously... Clearly, he had to make up a tough decision here, and uh, he deliberated on it for uh, a number of days before coming to the only rational conclusion that he could. 
He had to choose the one with the biggest tits. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> there was a boobs joke. <laughs> there you go. You got one. That's our show for this week, everybody. Uh, hopefully that washes your mouth full of, or, uh, or washes your brain clean of some of the death stuff. And uh, hopefully, if you'd like to, complain about some of those jokes, become offended, try to ruin our lives. Some of that would help uh, with promotion. <laughs> and uh, if you'd like to, tell a friend, give us some feedback. At <laughs> <laughs> live from the Dutch oh, gmail.com or Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, any of that bullshit. Other than that, we will see you, NT. See you next Thursday. Thanks for coming in, Andrew. Bye.